Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Dr. Tanya Holcomb, and I'm on a mission to normalize naturopathy in big, bold ways. I want you to see the world through my eyes, where extraordinary health and massive upgrades in life are always available to you. You'll be inspired to trust your body's wisdom to heal, motivated to claim your next upgrade in health and life, release what no longer serves you, and pursue what you truly desire. If you seek truth, you are on the freedom path to your greatest potential. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. So I'm so excited. This is the first episode with the new brand look and the new intro and the new outro of the podcast. And it just is just more aligned to the direction of where I'm taking this podcast and and all the good things that are in store for us here. So with that, I just want to say thank you so much. Like it is incredible that we've almost already had 20,000 downloads on the podcast. Like that blows my mind. It is an amazing Um, And I just have so many incredible conversations that I want to bring here. And it's like, everything's just, it's just in such a better direction for me now. It's like, there's just, there are really subtle changes, but it's like, it just feels so good. So with that whole shift, there's also been a bigger brand evolution that's happened behind the scenes. So if you don't know, uh, since the beginning of this podcast, we have always said, you know, come continue the conversation over at my free private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. And I've had that brand, Love Yourself Fiercely, since the beginning of Tanya Holcomb LLC. So it's been since late 2015, so I don't know, six or seven years now. Um, And it's been over a year, maybe a little bit more, that I have really been considering taking it down. And it was one of those things that's like, such a hard decision. Although once I really sat down and made the decision, it was no longer hard, which is true for most things, right? But it was such a hard decision because that brand, Love Yourself Fiercely, was so instrumental in me taking the bet on me. And I wanted it to be true for everybody. It was like, this is this is how things really shifted for me as quickly as they did was when I embraced this. But <clears throat> it's it's no longer been as relevant to me. And that's the backstory I want to give. It's like the brand has evolved and it's evolved for some pretty big reasons. And I want to bring us all on the same page as to why I'm making these decisions and, and things are changing a bit. So first, a little backstory. Um, it's been now, you know, I don't know, 15 years since I had or I should say I earned my wake-up call, uh, that time in my life where I was really, really sick and going from one specialist to another and not finding any relief, just a prescription of meds and lots of invasive testing and a really scary point in my life of just feeling lost and hopeless and just really uncertain about my health in the future. And at this time, you know, I... I, I was like mainstream healthy, you know, it was like what the, what the Today Show told me at the time was probably a breadcrumb that I would follow. And that was the extent of my health knowledge. Uh, you know, it was like, if it's low fat, sign me up. You know, I, I didn't have the truths that I walk with now and I didn't have the resources, the knowledge, the wisdom. I wasn't equipped in any fashion like I am now, but there was part of me that wanted more. And it was a it was a really soft spoken part of me, but it was there enough for me to know that this whole sickness was for me. And I remember very clearly that when I was told by my gastrologist of of all people to let food be my medicine, even though I didn't know what that meant, I knew it was like going to be significant. And I didn't know what to do with that information. It was like, I don't even know what to do with this information, but it just so happened that we were about to read or we're reading the book Skinny Bitch. 
and it was all about vegan lifestyle. And so I thought, you know, this seems like it knows some, these women seem like they know something about health. Like maybe I'll do this. And so I talked to my fiance at the time. I said, would you be willing to give me six months? Like nothing's working. Like I am so miserable. You know, I, at this time I, I really couldn't eat anything without feeling like I was in a throat back up. I was living with this ongoing feeling nauseous, feeling super lethargic. Uh, my skin at night would, would be itching so bad. It was like ants attacking me. It was like, take a pill for this, take a pill for that, take a pill for this. And I'm like, there was just something that was like, I don't want to do this. This seems like a breadcrumb that I should follow. And can you give me six months to see if this changes my life? Because it was going to completely change the way things were. Like I was, not only was I going to go vegan, which was going to be a hard change, but that meant like I was also going to give up fast food and I was going to give up alcohol and coffee. Like I was going to completely change in the name of healing. And this was a foreign place that I did not have conviction for at this time. And so it felt a little risky, right? Like I'm going to disrupt our lives and maybe this will work and maybe it won't. Well, of course it did. And, you know, even just doing that imperfectly, because looking back, I was a terrible vegan, right? I was like, I was eating probably way too much soy and processed vegan approved food and, you know, processed vegan cheese or this or that. Um, So, you know, I, I made a lot of bad choices that I didn't know were bad because my intentions were pure. And I also made a lot of really good choices because it was creating space. Inevitably, what that time did for my liver, uh, which was really struggling at that time, was it created massive space. Now, keep in mind, all the health issues that I had were self-inflicted. I didn't know that I was inflicting harm on my body. Like, I just was doing things that were very mainstream, like, oh, take Tylenol for this, like... I was popping so many Tylenol at that time in my life because I was a runner and I had pain. Like it blows my mind because I don't take over the counters now. Like I have so many other tools that I turn to. Like it's, I I mean, it would be a rare moment for me to take something that was pharmaceutical based um, or over the counter or anything like that because I have such a wealth of naturopathic tools that work to bring relief. And I'm not interested in suppressing. I'm interested in really listening to the communication that my body has to offer and following that breadcrumb. Um, so anyway, it, this whole thing, you know, is like it, it, it awakened me. I had this moment that I so crystal clear remember. I'm in the parking lot of our apartment complex and I literally fell to my knees with gratitude, even though I was so sick because I knew that this wake up call was for me. Like this was putting me on purpose. I just couldn't even have predicted the magnitude of what this would mean then. And it took time. It took time for me to be in this place. And I can only imagine where I'm going to be 15 years from now. Um, But it was from here that I, you know, pursued natural health. And I just was, you know, cautiously pursuing, but yet having these wins and, and, and really healing myself with food. Like I was like, I knew I was onto something like this is, this could be really big. I knew I was onto something. So the difference between then and now is that I trust myself so big. Like I trust myself is like, it's who I am, you know? It's like, I trust that if there's something that's coming through me, it is for me. And I know our God is a friendly God and that life is intended to be a friendly place and that the universe has my back and any and all of my sincere desires are meant to come alive, right? I am meant to see them. But my job is to go first. Like it does require action on my end. This is not um, just a lean back 24-7, you know, walk that I'm doing. This is me having desire, me taking that leap of faith over and over and over again, leaning back and allowing the universe to take the next step. It is a constant walk, a constant walk that I am doing. It is with this foot 
that's walking with this gratitude. It's like, I know that I'm walking with gratitude. I'm so thankful for everything that is here and I still want more. This is the continuous walk. It's like, oh my gosh, like this is my life. Like this is what I've created. Yes, like there are things that come up, of course, but it's like I am living the life that I want to live and I want more. And because I want more and that more is coming through me, I know it is for me. And how that works, the only way that that works is to believe that I'm worthy of these things. (laughs) And knowing, full knowing that nothing that I can do or say or have done in the past could change my worthiness. That we are born worthy and nothing can change that. But see, I didn't always know those things. And so at first, it was really hard to be doing these things because I didn't trust myself the way that I do now and I didn't believe that I was worthy at all. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. You know, it's like looking back, it's like, How did I even do some of those bold moves? Because I had such a worthiness issue. It was like all wrapped up in all this, you know, negative emotions. So I struggled. I have struggled on this journey. But knowing that I am worthy changes the the struggle dramatically. So it wasn't until I had a divine encounter at a bookstore and a woman said to me something along the lines of, I think this is why you're here. And she handed me my first ever Louise Hay book. And it was the book, uh, uh, The Power is Within You. And this book changed things for me. Books themselves, I don't think can change us. Like, I don't think like books themselves can change us. But I wanted change. I was open to change. I wanted more. I was seeking it. And when I read it, so much shifted for me. Because I knew at this point, like this was the foundation in which I got to build things. Like if I built things from this foundation, my gosh, would I look out into the world with a different lens? If I'm able to look out in the world like the world has my back and that I matter and that my voice matters and what's coming through me as this divine inspiration matters, well, then I only have one thing to do, which is put it out there. And so... I built my business on this. I had other businesses before this, several. Oh my gosh. I had several blog attempts, uh, health coaching businesses, uh, different partnerships with different people. Like I have that innate entrepreneurial spirit. I was doing things on the side while having a career, a corporate career. There was always that in me, but these things were often, if not always, built on, well, first of all, they were built on, like, the energy of fear. (laughs) There was probably a lot of fear built into this. Like, uh, a lot of my old business choices were based on, like, because I didn't believe that I was important enough to be on my own. I mean, that was a huge one. And then there was other little glitches with them. Like they were not built on the foundation that I matter. And they were not built on the foundation that, in fact, the entire thing only works if I love myself. Like that is my greatest offering back to God is to say, thank you. Like, thank you for this body. Thank you for this mind. Like I'm going to do something with with these ideas that I get. Because I matter. So this changed my life. And this is why when I released 
Tanya Holcomb LLC, it was on the foundation of love yourself fiercely. Because I wanted everybody to have the same awakening that I did. Like if we get this right, everything changes. We on an ongoing uh, day-to-day are having 70,000 conversations with ourselves. Like 70,000 opportunities a day to either be our best friend or our worst enemy. And before I had this, you know, life-changing moment with Louise Hay, my conversations were not for me. Like I cannot say that I was my biggest cheerleader. I was hard on myself. I was a victim. I blamed other people for the things that weren't going right in my life. I did not know how to take responsibility. And of course, this book did not like give me all the downloads and I was like all of a sudden healed and perfected. It's like this has been a a walk that I have committed to. And I have hired coaches and mentors to like Let's go find the, the things that are hanging out in my system that I am still clung to. Let's go demon hunting, right? That's what some people call it. Let's go demon hunting. Let's go find all my shadow stuff. Like I can't see it, but I know there's something here. Like it was doing the work with different coaches and mentors where I found where I accepted this unworthiness. Like why I accepted that to be true. And I was able to see how from that point forward, I went out and looked for evidence to support me because that's what we do. So so the book gave me the, the awareness of like everything starts from here, but that that didn't mean that all of a sudden a magic wand was waved and I all of a sudden was having all these positive thoughts for me. And it's not about having just positive thoughts ongoing. That's not what I'm saying. Like our anger has a place here. Our, our doubt, our fear has a place, but it's having that higher perspective with those emotions. It's being able to feel things fully. It's being able to reach for something else. It's being able to flex your perception muscles. So I still have anger, but anger is different today. It's like, I can have the anger. I can feel the anger. I can alchemize the anger instead of having the anger, shoving it somewhere and having this anger in me bump up against the world all day. So this was a constant, this this started for me this this intensifying of this walk where I fully embraced that I was a work of art and a work in progress at the same time. It was like every single upgrade that I had just invited more upgrades. And that's how it's continued to be. It's like, I don't believe I'm ever going to reach a point and be like, okay, I've arrived. It's everything that I do is just building on each other. And This all becomes easier the more that we embrace it and embody it. And that's where it's like the mindset work, you know, maybe started with Luis of doing my affirmations a day. Like, okay, I did my affirmations today. And maybe that took 10 minutes. Like I I was able to look in the mirror for the first time and say, I'm going to find something that I like in the mirror because I didn't even realize how important that was. It's like how many times had I looked in the mirror and, and hated what I saw just because that was the the easier thing to do. That was the programming. You know, and I didn't think anything about how that was impacting me. But once you realize the, the impact, the impact of your thoughts, the impact of your energetics, my gosh, If thoughts become things, then I'm going to start paying attention to my thoughts. So mindset work evolved to something that I did, you know, 10 minutes, track the box, to who I was. I mean, there isn't a moment that goes by in a day that I'm not working on my mindset. I'm constantly 
getting curious about the thoughts that don't serve me. I'm embracing the thoughts that do. I'm working through my ego chatter. I'm working through my fear. I'm claiming my next step. Like it's all the time, continuous. It's part of who I am. It's, it's, I would not have it any other way. Because it is so hard to say, it's not my responsibility. It is, it is like, it's so hard to, to say it is my responsibility, to say it's not my responsibility. Like the whole thing's hard, right? It's, this is one of those instances where we're choosing our hard because it is hard to not be, to not feel like you're responsible. And it is hard to say, I am responsible. But there's one of those spots that you are sitting next to your power and the other one of those, you're sitting in your power. And I realize that the only time that I am struggling is when I'm sitting next to my power. And when I'm sitting next to my power, it's when I'm saying I'm not responsible, which is essentially victim mentality. When I'm sitting in my power, even on the days that it's so hard, I'm in my power and it's hard, but the struggle is much less because there is this unwavering truth that I am being supported and that this is for me and my upgrade and my evolution. So creating, you know, love yourself fiercely, which is obviously much more mainstream now. I did this because of how strong of a foundation it gave me. And I didn't even have, you know, this embodiment that I have now, but I knew it was something big because the first time I had something to like build the bricks on, it was like, oh my gosh, like this is actually going to withstand the storm. Like if I can build the bricks on this foundation, like I can withstand, like this resonates with me. So I believe that everything changes when you begin to love yourself, when you begin to care for yourself in a way that says you matter. And when you're no longer sending out the energy of desperation and you're no longer looking to be filled from the outside, like this changes things. You become a powerful source and and you start to attract things that match this frequency. Your like attracts like. It's like we want our little radio tower antenna to be bringing people in places and circumstances that match this. And so when we don't have this foundation, we are met with a lot of shakiness, a lot of distraction. So over the years though, like I realized that me just like saying love yourself, like that doesn't really do much. Like, hey, just love yourself. Like that doesn't really do much of anything because there's nothing that I can give you or anybody else if you can't or won't give it to yourself first. If you want healing, you have to believe you're worthy of healing. If you want abundance, you have to believe you're worthy of abundance because otherwise you may attract wealth, you may attract money, I should say, but it won't stick around. Or other things in life will be so disruptive that you won't be happy. It's like I am working with women, like for instance, in Vitalize. It's like we're here for it all. This is a quality of life upgrade because money just brings out more of us. So if we are miserable, it's not going to fix that. So we have to work on everything else and it has to be built on the foundation that we matter. If you want love and you want to feel love, you have to be able to give yourself love first. Because if you look for that love and that validation from someone else, 
without giving it to yourself first, it will always fall short. It'll never feel like enough and the world will feel very unsafe. But every time I went to drop the Love Yourself Fiercely brand, I'd come back to the prayer for self-love. And it would still just resonate with me so much that I was just like, today is not the day. So I'm going to read this prayer of self-love to you. It's in the book of the Mastery of Love. And it is very, very powerful. Uh, These words alone, you will feel them. You will feel things in this this prayer. And they can and have the power to change you. But you have to want it. You have to be willing to believe that this is so significant before you see the evidence. This is one of those things that if you wait, like if you wait for the evidence, you wait for the the right time, it's like everything's going to fall short. It's like this is the perfect instance where you do have to go first. You have to go first on this. You have to believe that you matter. You have to love yourself in order for everything else to calibrate to where you want it to go. In order for everything else to feel fulfilling. So this is this prayer. I'm going to read this and this is what I came back to every time. And I was like, I'm going to drop this brand. And I'd pick up the book and I'd read the prayer. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to drop the brand because it just speaks to me as if I read it for the first time. Today, creator of the universe, we ask that you help us to accept ourselves just the way we are, without judgment. Help us to accept our mind the way it is, with all the emotions, our hopes and dreams, our personality, our unique way of being. Help us to accept our body just the way it is, with all its beauty and perfection. Let the love we have for ourselves be so strong that we never again reject ourselves or sabotage our happiness, freedom, and love. From now on, let every action, every reaction, every thought, every emotion be based on love. Help us, Creator, to increase our self-love until the entire dream of our life is transformed from fear and drama to love and joy. Let the power of our self-love be strong enough to break all the lies we were programmed to believe, all the lies that tell us we are not good enough or strong enough or intelligent enough that we cannot make it. Let the power of our self-love be so strong that we no longer need to live our life according to other people's opinions. Let us trust ourselves completely to make the choices we must make. With our self-love, we are no longer afraid to face any responsibility in our life or face any problems and resolve them as they arise. Whatever we want to accomplish, let it be done with the power of our self-love. Starting today, help us to love ourselves so much that we never set up any circumstances that go against us. We can live our life being ourselves and not pretending to be someone else just to be accepted by other people. We no longer need other people to accept us or tell us how good we are because we know what we are. With the power of our self-love, let us enjoy what we see every time we look in the mirror. Let there be a big smile on our face that enhances our inner and outer beauty. Help us to feel such intense self-love that we always enjoy our own presence. Let us love ourselves without judgment because when we judge, we carry blame and guilt We have the need for punishment and we lose the perspective of your love. Strengthen our will to forgive ourselves in this moment. Clean our minds of emotional poison and self-judgment so we can live in complete peace and love. Let our self-love be the power that changes the dream of our life. With this new power in our hearts, the power of self-love, let us transform every relationship we have, beginning with the relationship we have with ourselves. Help us to be free with any conflict with others. Let us be happy to share our time with our loved ones and to forgive them for any injustice we feel in our mind. Help us to love ourselves so much that we forgive anyone who has hurt us in our life. Give us the courage to love our family and friends unconditionally and to change our relationships in the most positive and loving way. Help us to create new channels of communications in our relationships so there is no war or control, 
There is no winner or loser. Together, let us work as a team for love, for joy, for harmony. Let our relationships with our family and friends be based on respect and joy so we no longer have the need to tell them how to think or how to be. Let our romantic relationships be the most wonderful relationship. Let us feel joy every time we share ourselves with our partner. Help us to accept others just the way they are without judgment because when we reject them, we reject ourselves. When we reject ourselves, we reject you. Today is a new beginning. Help us to start our life over beginning today with the power of self-love. Help us to enjoy our life, to enjoy our relationships, to explore life, to take risks, to be alive, and to no longer live in fear of love. Let us open our heart to the love that is our birthright. Help us to become masters of gratitude, generosity, and love so that we can enjoy all of your creations forever and ever. Amen. So you can see why every time I'd read that, it would be hard for me to let love yourself fiercely go. Because every time I'd read that, I'd be reminded of how much it did for me. That through this portal of self-love, that I was able to evolve everything in my life in the most incredible ways. That everything around me got better through this act of love. (sighs) On this journey, my heart has grown and grown and grown because I see things. I see people hurting. I see people on just with extraordinary stories and my compassion and my desire to want to save the world, you know, became so big. And with that, though, my self-importance had to grow with it. Because for a while there, my heart grew so big. Because, you know, I sit on this wealth of knowledge and my my knowledge base just continues to explode. And I have the mind of, of being able to take in something and be able to repackage it to the world in a way that just lands like that is my gift it's like I can take very complex books and I can make them make sense in everyday conversations and so sitting on this knowledge knowing the freedom that it has gifted me and and having my convictions grow it's like I wanted to share it no matter what and with this came such big lessons you know big lessons of overgiving 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 and, you know, so much of this now I know was based on this desire to be liked and this this idea that I didn't want to disappoint people. I didn't want to let them down. And there was part of this that was my ego that, that wants to win. You know, I, I jokingly tell my clients like, hey, you know, you have my ego on your team and my ego wants to win. I am an Enneagram 3. Like, I'm here to achieve. And so I don't like to be wrong. I don't like to get things you know, like I, I, I want to see people win. It's, it's, it's like part of me. And I'm really, really good at seeing where people are self-sabotaging and, and where they're limiting themselves. And, and I can also see them in their full expression. You know, it's like I can see people achieving and living these incredible lives and I can see that for them and I, and I want that for them. And so With my heart just expanding and and all these lessons of, you know, just overgiving. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm like, let me drive to your house in the middle of the night, you know, to help you. And yes, I'll take phone calls, you know, 24-7. Here's my cell. You know, you can email me whenever. If you're at the grocery store, send me the photos of things that you're considering buying and let me get back to you on that. It's like, it got pretty outrageous there for a minute. Um, And I finally saw like, with all this overgiving, all my heart expanding, just wanting to give and just wanting to help people and just wanting to save people. It's like, I was actually helping people less. It's like the more I gave, the more they were depending on me and the less responsibility they were taking. And so in order to serve and make the big impact that I know I'm here for, my self-importance had to grow to meet my heart. Like I had to become even more important. 
I had to respect my time so much. I had to have boundaries in place. I needed to examine my standards. And as I did this, the people that I started to attract and magnetize in my world were at different readiness and they were more curious than ever. And they had this, this incredible awareness and they were here like to own it, you know? And so I realized that my greatest impact today is for the ones who are working on self-love and the blinders are coming off. This was me in that bookstore. It's like, I knew there was something more. Like I was ready. I was, I was ready to commit. I was ready to do what it took. I just like, give me the tools, right? Like I need the medicine. What is that? The blinders are starting to come off. Like I was on the journey of fiercely awakening. And this is still the path that I walk today. And no matter where you are on the path of fiercely awakening, it's irrelevant. It's just, I know that today I am an energetic match for those who are on the path. It means you are seeking truth. It means you are seeking more in your life. It means you believe that you matter. And perhaps my role is to help you expand this, but you're there. Like you've already decided that you matter. You've decided this. You may be a little wobbly, but you've decided this. There's a stirring that you're here for more. You know there's a part of you. Maybe it's subtle now. Maybe it's louder. But like there's a part of you, whether big or small, that's like I am here to have extraordinary health. I'm willing to do the work. I'm willing to be called out on my blind spots. I'm willing to see where I'm still playing the victim card. I believe that I matter and I know that believing that I matter is the way. It's the only way. Like I can't walk this path to freedom without claiming this first. So if you're not there yet, ask for it. Say enough is enough. Everything starts the moment I fully believe that I'm worthy, that I was born worthy and nothing can change that. And knowing that your thoughts become things. So starting today, I'm going to work on being the best friend that I could ever have that lives in my mind. Because you're the only person who can think your mind. Nobody can force us to think a different way. Like we are choosing our thoughts every moment of every day. So it feels right today. The energetics have changed for me. My heart is still just as big. But I also know that with that expansion of my heart, I have to continue to expand what I believe my importance is like those two have to expand. Maybe you overgive and overgive and overgive to family members. It's like that only is going to work if you believe you're important too. Because if we don't have this locked in, you will live a life feeling resentful. You will live a life feeling like something's missing. You will live a life feeling like it's not complete. We have to be willing to love ourselves. And then we just crank it up as we go. We just keep cranking it up as we go. So Fiercely Awakening is where we're at. And this says to me that you're on the path. Again, we may be at two very different points, but you're on it. And on the path... We work to get intimate with our fear. We actively show up to ourselves in ways that say you matter. We embrace the mindset work as an every moment practice. We let go of the desperation because we know that desperation only pushes us further from our desires. And most importantly, we are taking that responsibility and consciously creating moment to moment with our thoughts and with our choices. So I invite you, if you haven't done so yet, to join me in the Fiercely Awakening group. 
because I'm excited. I feel so excited to start planting some seeds there. I am intending on having a masterclass happen inside the group that is going to first dive into naturopathy and the laws of healing. Because with naturopathy, we are looking at all aspects of the body. We are taking into account not just the physical, but the emotional, the mental, the spiritual, and of course, you know, considering, taking consideration, uh, the genetics, like we are looking at all of it. I think I said them all. We have the physical, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual. Yeah. Like we are, we're looking at it all. It's all relevant. We can't do the physical work and be thinking nasty thoughts about ourselves all day. It's not going to work. We can't be doing the physical work without looking at every single aspect of our life. Like the environment in which we live in. So the po- on the podcast, there's been a little bit of upgrade and the conversations are going to continue to include conversations like this, continue to have our interviews uh, with um, either program members or clients or uh, you know experts in, in the field of health. Um, but then also there's even going to be that greater focus on naturopathy as the standard of healing because you can't walk this freedom path to your greatest potential without embracing the natural laws of healing, the natural laws of living. This is where we are looking at uh, epigenetics and really looking at these factors that control your genes, you know, your diet, your lifestyle, your environmental exposures and mindset. Like this is what almost exclusively determines your lifespan and the quality of life. It's like we need to embrace this. We need to really stand for the paradigm that genes are blueprints and that epigenetics is the software that determines what the outcomes are. They're blueprints. Like everything that we do in a day, the thoughts that we think, what we surround ourselves with, the people that we're around, right? And like the people, we're going to be magnetizing different people based on our own personal frequency. We have a say in manifesting the best aspects of our genes. And our genes have a memory and our cells are constantly eavesdropping on our thoughts. So like this all goes hand in hand. I want you to have extraordinary health, but we can't get there if you're not willing to say that you matter. If you're not willing to examine the thoughts that you're thinking. This all goes hand in hand. We can't just do this You know, we can't just think positive thoughts, but also not taking care of our bodies. Like there are self-care rituals that need to take place. And every single one of us, it looks a little different. And every single day can be a little different. This is about being consistently inconsistent. It's like today, I, what did I, what have I done for myself so far today? I've worked out. I took a salt bath. I dry skin brush. I had breakfast. I had my parents over for breakfast. So there was, you know, just that extra heartwarming conversation, you know, love in your home, making, you know, having food with love, made with love. Like, their every day looks different. What I'll do tomorrow looks different than today, but every day I do things all day, every day that say you matter. I've taken my supplements. I've drank my water. Like these things are just autopilot. I do this no matter what. And there are other days where I really have the time to like, or I prioritize the time to, to read and to journal and maybe do an emotion code session on myself. Like 
It's all there. It's all part of it. Like I am choosing every day that I matter and every day looks a little different, but it's always there. It is the foundation in which everything works. So you decide, right? And you deciding what this is going to look, the story that you're writing is built on this foundation. And I'm here to help you turn it up. I'm here because you've already claimed this. And to what degree? Doesn't matter. But you're claiming it. And this is the walk that we're doing together. And so I want to say a quick note on time. Because I, you know, and almost everybody that comes into the Love Yourself Fiercely, the former Love Yourself Fiercely group, there's, you know, a question on there that says something like, what do you struggle with most when it comes to self-care? And everybody, almost everybody says time. And I'm here to remind you that time is on your side. Even if it doesn't feel like it, because I know time is moving really fast right now. But this is on our side. We live in extraordinary times where time is moving fast. So yes, it does seem like it's like, oh my gosh, like it's already like, what is that saying? Like summer should get a speeding ticket. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a boom, summer, where to go? Um, but think about it. We live in times where you can calibrate like this. You literally can pick up a book if you choose and calibrate it. And that book has a potential to change your life. You have to activate your say. You have to be willing to change. But it's like from that point, it's like things can happen fast. Really fast. Like you can learn things and calibrate to truth at in, in an incredibly like fast speed. I see it all the time with the women in my community. I will see it. And it's like they came in to my world knowing a little something about natural health. They're super curious. They're super open. And it's like they are a walking, talking, natural health educator of their home. Just like that. It took me 12 years-ish to like get some of these things, right? Like to, to have this understanding, like it was like a slow process to making sense of things. And then once I found naturopathy, it was like, oh my gosh, everything changes. But you find me, you're finding naturopathy. This may be like an early introduction. It's like you have, like I'm giving it to you all, like all the aspects that matter. And you can plug into this and you can surround yourself with people like me that's what my communities do. It's like there is so much evidence when you're in one of my communities of how what healing looks like, like how this works, that you move through it so fast. And not only that, like not only can you upgrade your knowledge base and your confidence base and the tools that you work with so fast, but you also can leverage the way time is right now to bring your desires forward like that. Like that's incredible like people are claiming things that may have taken previous generations a lifetime to do and it's like I want to do that this year I want to do this this year it's like think about all the things that we can do in a day that we can connect like I can jump on a zoom call with somebody in Australia like that boom I'm talking to you like time is moving fast and when it comes to claiming upgrades and bringing forth our desires, it is on our side. It is here to leverage. So self-care is not about time. Because the thing is, when you put yourself first, time is on your side. When you put yourself first and you change your frequency, you give the power to the universe to match that. You are completely changing what shows up into your life when you love yourself. When you decide that you matter, when you decide that you're worthy, everything changes around you for you. Everything is impacted instantaneously. 
Now, I'm not saying it's instantaneous to love yourself, but the choice of choosing to love yourself, to choose that your matter is, it is a choice. You claim it. And then every day you are walking that path of being a work on art, a work of art, and a work in progress at the same time. It's never going to change. You're on the path. Here we go. This is what it's about. So I want you to have and tap into your greatest health. I want you to see how loving yourself, like turning that dial up on that changes everything around you. That when you love and accept yourself, you're rating that out to other people and so much conflict is just naturally taken care of. When you trust that the universe has your back and this is a friendly place to be, do you go out and start to look for evidence to support that? And do you go out and see so much good in this world and have so much gratitude? When you trust that you're exactly where you need to be and that you have everything you, you need right now, do you start calling in things so much faster? See, Believing that you have everything that you need and that you're exactly where you need to be is so huge. This is an instant zap the desperation. This is an instant zap coulda, shoulda, would've. This is an instant zap fear of the future. It's like we are living in extraordinary times and there's so much you can do here. So because you're listening to this, I'm going to make the safe assumption that you are on the path of fiercely awakening. And this is the path to seeing your greatest potential over and over and over again. It's like the minute that you think it's like, can't get better than this, it's like it sure does. It does. And it will continue to do so. So join me in the group I'm not sure when our first masterclass will be, but it will be soon. And I'm really excited for this conversation and for future ones. So much love to you. Thank you so much for being here for the evolution of it all. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello and be part of the conversation by joining me in our private Facebook group, Fiercely Awakening. I can't wait.